You found the Transform Life podcast, the show that believes that you can live the transformed life every day. Well, welcome to the day show. We're so glad that you're joining us. Hey, are you living the transformed life or do you feel defeated? Brothers and sisters, you don't have to live a defeated life if you belong to Jesus Christ. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things become new. I believe that with all my heart. Well, we're going to provide you with some tools for living the transformed life every day. I would also uh, invite you to respond to uh, our podcast with questions, uh, any kind of uh, response that you may have to a program that you're listening to. Your feedback is very welcomed. And you can contact us at the Transformed Life Podcast at gmail.com. Transformed Life Podcast, all one word, at gmail.com. What we're going to do on the program is we're going to provide you a key Bible verse for living the transformed life. Then we're going to provide you a key spiritual principle for living the transformed life. We have a special guest, uh, someone that I have been watching for a while that I believe has um, made a decision for Christ and their heart is to live a transformed life. So we're going to have a personal interview on today's program. And then we're going to close by sharing with you a book that will help you in living the transformed life. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Okay, it's time for our key Bible verse for living the transformed life. Hey, the program today is on trusting God, trusting Christ every day to live the transformed life. Our verse for the day is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. It reads, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him and He shall direct your paths. The Living Bible paraphrase puts it this way, If you want favor with both God and man and reputation for good judgment and common sense, then trust the Lord completely. Don't ever trust yourself. In everything you do, put God first, and he will direct you and crown your efforts with success. That sounds pretty good, I think. What does it mean to trust? Well, to trust in the Lord means to place your confidence in him. And when we say Lord, a Lord there in Proverbs 3, 5 is capital L-O-R-D. So we're talking about Jehovah God, Almighty God. We are to put our confidence in Almighty God with all your heart. The heart of man is not the organ that's pumping blood through his body. It's the essence of who you are as a, as a person. Wholeheartedly, we are to trust in Jehovah God with our emotions, our intellect, and our own personal will. And the verse says, lean not on your own understanding. Human reasoning only is not enough. Human insight to things 
not enough. In all your ways, acknowledge him. In all your ways, you know, uh, when you get out of bed in the morning, one of the first things you should do is you should acknowledge the Lord. As you pray throughout the day, acknowledge the Lord in all your ways. You know, every Christian to live a transformed life needs to be in the Bible. The Bible becomes your guide. It becomes the the flashlight, if you would, uh, for your path every day. And then talk with other believers. You know, uh, I believe that God often uses the counsels of multitudes. So, and it says, he shall direct your path. One of the great preachers of the past, Dr. Adrian Rogers, wrote, direct is a very interesting Hebrew word. It is yashar. It speaks of cutting a straight path. Literally, it means to let God clear the way. The same word is used to portray John the Baptist preparing the way of the Lord Jesus Christ. He is described in Isaiah 40, 3 and 4 as the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be exalted, every mountain and hill brought low. The crooked places shall be made straight and the rough places smooth. Now I want you to picture a bulldozer building a road. There's a mountain and the bulldozer lops it off. There's a valley and he fills the valley with dirt. There's a stone and he moves the stone out of the way. There's a curve in the road and he straightens the road out. Every valley is brought up. Every mountain is made low. Every obstacle is removed. The crooked is made straight. See, your path uh, or the path that God makes for you the steps that you take in this life, let God be your guide. More than just guidance, God will remove all the obstacles, making a smooth path in a way of life. It is better to trust the Lord than our own ability and comprehension. In the Adam Clark commentary, we read this, Trust the Lord with all thine heart. This is the most important precept. God is the foundation of all good. He has made his intelligent creatures dependent upon him. He requires them to be conscious of that dependence. He has promised to communicate what they need. He commands them to believe his promise and look for its fulfillment. And finally, and to do this without doubt, fear, or distrust with their whole heart. In all your ways, acknowledge him today. Begin, continue, and end every work, every purpose and device with God. Earnestly pray for his direction at the commencement. Look for his continued support in the progress. And so begin and continue that all may terminate in his glory. And then it will certainly be to thy good. For we never honor God without serving ourselves. Adam Clark. We'll be right back. Well, now we want to move on to a key biblical principle for the transformed life. And here is the principle. Lean on God or trust God completely. Do you remember this song, Lean On Me? You know, it says, lean on me when you're not strong. Lean on me when you need a friend. Lean on me. And, you know, we need to learn to lean on God. 
Christian hymn writers of the past wrote some beautiful hymns. Um, one such hymn is entitled Leaning on the Everlasting Arms. Leaning on the Everlasting Arms is a hymn published in 1887 with the music by Anthony J. Showaters and lyrics by Showaters and Elisha Hoffman. Showaters had received letters from two of his formal pupils informing him that their wives had died and they were seeking consolation. When writing them back, he was inspired by the phrase in the book of Deuteronomy 33:27, "The eternal God is thy refuge, and underneath are the ever are the everlasting arms." He was so moved by this phrase that he turned the last words into a hymn for those seeking relief in times of grief. From this noble intent, Showaters created one of the greatest hymns uh, for times of solace as he encouraged leaning on the everlasting arms of God when seeking comfort. Here's uh, the, the lyrics for that hymn. What a fellowship, what a joy divine, leaning on the everlasting arms. What a blessedness, what a peace is mine, leaning on the everlasting arms. And the refrain of that hymn reads like this, leaning, leaning, safe and secure from all alarms, leaning, leaning, leaning on the everlasting arms. Oh, how sweet to walk in this pilgrim's way, leaning on the everlasting arms. Oh, how bright the path grows from day to day, leaning on the everlasting arms. What have I to dread? What have I to fear? Leaning on the everlasting arms. I have blessed peace with my Lord so near, leaning on the everlasting arms. Do you believe that your Heavenly Father has your best interest in mind. Well, He does. And I trust that that principle today will be a principle that will guide you. Well, welcome back to the Transform Life podcast. And today I'm going to be interviewing Fred Myers, uh, who is living the transformed life. That is my... Um, goal for this podcast, Fred, is to invite people on that uh, I have been watching their lives for a while and have seen that they have been walking with Jesus Christ and living the transformed life. So I want to begin by welcoming you to the program. Well, thanks for having me, Pastor Kim. Well, you are very welcome. And and then I just want to begin, Fred, by just asking you, kind of share your story with me, okay? I've heard it before, yes. but the audience listening to this podcast has not. Okay. And I think you have a great testimony of what Christ has done in your life. So share your story with me. Perfect. Well, um, my life before coming to Christ was, was filled with sin. Uh, lies, lust, drugs, alcohol abuse, love of money, material and earthly longings, and material and earthly uh, possessions, and a longing for more. I'm not sure what that more was, but I wasn't going to find it going down the path that I was on. So you were looking for purpose in all the wrong places. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So, um, and one way that I came to Christ is, um, as I mentioned before, alcohol abuse. Uh, essentially, the I have moment or the epiphany, whatever you want to call it. Um, I was gone for two days from my family. Um, and the thought of uh, my wife having to tell the kids she didn't know when daddy would be home or he is out drinking again, I knew it was time for a change. Uh, I had accepted Christ a long time ago, 
um, but I didn't live the life. Um, so I felt the Holy Spirit convict me um, the day before my twin's birthday, actually saying, it's time for a change. Yeah. It's time to come Fred, back Fred, home. How old are you? I'm 32. You're 32? Yes. And somewhere, what, a year ago, a year and a half ago? How long has this been? Uh, this was uh, August 18th, 2018, so a little over a year ago. Okay, a little over a year ago. Mm -hmm. So you're 31 then. Yes. At 31, you recognized you had a problem with alcohol. Yes. I, I recognized yeah. it so, much before that, but it was that was the time to do something about so, it. Stage. So how'd that start? Um... Uh, probably growing up, uh, my dad was an alcoholic, um, and he still, I don't want to say he still is, but um, still struggles with it, if you will. Um, mm -hmm. It's not as bad as it used to be, but I grew up around it, and uh, I swore I would never become that, but yeah. you are a product of your environment, and uh, it was easy to have a drinking buddy when your dad liked to drink. Yeah. You know, there's an old Chinese proverb that says, first the man takes the drink, and then the drink takes the man. Oh, that is very true. It, it is very true, isn't yeah. it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it had me bad. And okay. I didn't realize how bad it was. All the time I'd have moments, but mm -hmm. um, it was time. So you recognize that there needed to be a change. You had asked Christ to be your Savior yeah. somewhere earlier on in your experience? Yeah, so I, I believe a long time ago, uh, I had said the prayer, accepted Jesus into my life, and the best way I put it is uh, God let his uh, leash out as far as he saw fit, Yeah. Um, and I didn't live the life. I didn't live right. um, by the Bible. I did not grow up with it. It was um, actually through a tattoo artist that I really started talking about it, and uh, I believe the Lord had been trying to get me for a long time, uh -huh. um, and it was just things he was putting in place. He was all the hardships I was going through were building blocks to the success and where I'm at now. Okay. So tell me then, where was the turnaround point? I, what what was the, the epit epiphany that you had that was the change point? It was, like I said, the... Um, my wife having to tell the kids she didn't know where I was, mm -hmm. when I was going to come home. Um, dad's out drinking again. And... That's not the life I wanted to live. I had that I don't want to be like my dad. Yeah. And I realized I was my dad. Yeah. So that was kind of that day. It was honestly at 8 p.m. that night. It smacked me in the face, and I knew it was time for a change. The next day was a Sunday and our twins' birthday. Um, we didn't go to church that Sunday. It was still very fresh, but uh, immediately after that, uh, we had some good friends atten attending Spirit Lake Baptist Church. And okay. we'd asked if we could join and um, haven't looked back since. Yeah. So tell me now, what, where do you see Christ at work in your life? What, what, are the, what are the great moments that you see the Lord actively engaging your daily walk? Um, my daily walk, um, honestly, not judging people. Everybody has a story. Yes, they do. Um, and it's their story, and it, it can be a beautiful one. And really um, has kind of changed me into viewing how can I help everyone else. I've always had kind of a help your neighbor mentality, but it's yeah. it's different now. And, um, you know, the, the fellowship, the, the relationships that he's created, the mm -hmm. things that he's put in place 
whether it's, you know, workplace, family, financial, is just all these blessings. I'm seeing the blessings even in the shortcomings of life. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, she's, it, there's not enough bandwidth to talk about how much change he's done in my life because mm-hmm. every aspect of my life has changed for the better. And I fully believe that is because of my walk with the Lord and the things that he's doing inside of me. Okay. So um, what have been your greatest challenges? I mean, you, you've been committed to Christ for a little over a year now. Mm-hmm. And you've been extremely faithful. And you, um, whether you recognize this or not, you have the gift of encouragement. <laughs> you, uh, I see you in the church body just offering encouragement you know, every time I look, there's Fred giving encouragement to somebody. I see this on the Spartan races that we've, we've seen you at. Yeah. Uh, even in the video, I see you encouraging people that are going up walls and things like that. Yeah. Um, so, but what have been your, your challenges? Because I know that, you know, the enemy's still at work. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the enemy's desire is to kill, steal, and destroy but Jesus said, I've come that you might have life and that you might have a more abundant. Mm-hmm. And this podcast is about living the transformed life, not talking about it, Correct. but actually living the transformed life mm-hmm. every day. That's kind of my tagline, mm-hmm. is the transformed life every day, 24-7, 365. Mm-hmm. So I recognize Christians struggle too. So how do we live through the struggles? Well, it's, it's, when you ask somebody what their strengths are, everyone's quick to answer those. But when you ask someone what their weaknesses is, that's when you kind of find out where someone truly is, when you can start naming them. And I'm not going to lie, this was a challenging question. Uh, but what I came up with was how to interact with people from the past that aren't saved. Mm-hmm. Uh, coworkers that you worked with for so long, um, living an old sinful life, and then making that transformation like a complete 180 turn. That has been the most challenging. Um, I still fail daily. Um, I thank goodness for God's grace and forgiveness and mercy. Um, but that's been the hardest thing. Um, trying to not engage in the conversations that you used to engage in or using mm-hmm. the language that you used to use, mm-hmm. um, et cetera. Uh, again, that's the biggest challenge. So some tools that I've used is scripture. Um, mm, yeah. In my office, it's it's honestly plastered everywhere now, but uh, Ephesians 4.29, you know, really sticks out at me. Mm-hmm. You know, let no corrupt word proceed from your mouth. Uh, um, the, the verse is let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but only what is necessary for the edification of the other, that it may impart grace to the hearer. Yes. And a very powerful verse. It is. And I, you know what? I've got to tell you, in my own life, when I was a young teenager, 17, when I came to Christ, you know, I, I, that's the way all my friends talked with profanity. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, God used that verse in my life as well. Yeah. And I, I believe that when a person is saved, that God also saves the tongue. Yes, yes. So... And again, like I said, I fail him daily, but that's one of the beautiful things about it is it's a constant work in us Mm -hmm. and, you know, we'll never be fully righteous until we get there. Uh, One day at a time isn't enough. One hour at a time. It's every single moment. It's, it's making that conscious decision to put Christ first. So it's a daily choice. Yes. (laughs) So if, if I were to ask you, if you could give advice to somebody who you know, maybe has given their heart and life to Christ, but somewhere along the line, they haven't had the 
discipleship or the follow-up mm-hmm. or the encouragement from other Christians around them. Uh, what kind of encouragement would you give to somebody like that today? Uh, the, the best encouragement that I could give is uh, fellowship. Find believers that mm-hmm. uh, believe in the Bible, believe in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, and find mm-hmm. a church that truly preaches that. We've been very blessed here to have a pastor that does that, oh, and I think you. that's why you have such a wonderful church body. Um, and ultimately, trust God. Mm-hmm. Um, that, like I said earlier in, in this interview, um, look for the blessings and the hardship because everything mm-hmm. is a stepping stone. And, you know, back to the, you know, um, one of my favorite verses is Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. 11. Um, he's got plans for us. And we have a yeah. hope. We have a future. That's right. And yeah. it's, it's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Um, you, you just mentioned the theme of the podcast today, and that is trust in the Lord with all your heart oh. and lean not on, you, on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge Him. And so what I do on this podcast is I, I share a key Bible verse for transformed living. Okay. Then I share a key biblical principle for living the transformed life. And then I interview someone who's living the transformed life. And so that's why you're here today. So if, um, if I were to say, Fred, did you trust God today? Yes, sir. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, there's no other place to go, right? Amen. Once you find the truth, you go back to it all the time. Yes. So, hey, thanks for being on the program with me today. Uh, I appreciate all your wonderful comments, and I trust that there will be a blessing to those that are listening. I believe so, and uh, all glory be to God. Amen. Amen. Well, that's it for today's show. Thanks for joining us. Um, without you, we would have no program. I recognize that. Where can you find today's show notes? You can find them at the transformlifepodcast.com. Um, would you please write us an email with your feedback about today's show? I would love to have any of your comments. That would be very helpful for us to produce a program that you will listen to. You can email us at the transformlifepodcast at gmail.com. That's transformlifepodcast at gmail.com. Hey, have a great day and go out and live the transformed life.